the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show, hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. I, I I can't lie to y'all. It ain't looking good. I am so sore. I almost didn't even make it back from the ladies during the break to do hour two Say of what? tonight's Andrea K. Show. Now, I'm telling y'all, there was a time in my life where I used to work out. I used to do advanced workouts and not even be sore the next day. I think I did like a beginner workout yesterday. How would, No, it was two days ago. And what's the, with this phenomenon that you're more sore like the second day after a workout? And I seem to be getting more sore by the hour. I don't even know what's going on with me. So, but let me just tell you, it hurts to hold up my coffee. All right. Glad to have you guys uh, continue on with me tonight. I'm super glad to have my new buddy, friend of the show, Gary Quackenbush, lawyer, G- as in GQ Law, mm-hmm. Gary Quackenbush, as of the radio show, Word on Wealth, y'all can hear every day. At 2 p.m. here. We're introducing a new segment tonight called Crackin' the Whack, i.e. Wacky Laws. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to the show, my dear friend, Gary Quackenbush. Uh, hey, Andrea. You're hilarious. By the way, if you're if you're that sore, just you need to take time to stretch those muscles. Get them stretched. Get, get a, a roller. Roll them out. You're going to be fine. I don't know, Keep man. Have you heard of this phenomenon where you're more sore, like not the next day, but the day after? Yeah. Like two days later? Yeah, because, yeah, because it, it has to do with swelling. And what happens is the muscles eventually tighten up and they start because when you when you work your muscles, there's little micro tears in the fibers in the muscle. And the next day it's a little bit sore, but then there's the swelling that comes on the, the next day after. So it's a matter of stretching and keeping doing it. See, that's what happens. I mean, I'm like an old guy and I do I mountain bike four days a week, like super crazy. And if I don't stretch out between time, of riding, it's like I can't walk. So yeah, that, that's where I'm at right now. It ain't pretty, Gary. I, it ain't pretty, Quack. Okay, I, as I just think, hey, AK, I think the way you're exercising, I think it's a good example to us all. You got to keep it up. Keep it Thank up. you. I am determined. I am determined that I'm going to continue to walk, put one foot in front of the other. I may not do a squat <laughs> again anytime soon, but we will see. Oh, so okay, so I'm super excited oh, so to introduce funny. our new segment, Crack in the Whack, except now, i.e. Wacky Laws, except now I'm thinking that people are going to think Quack is in Gary Quackenbush and the Whack is me as the Whack. So... <laughs> Well, you know what? I, that's not. That was your thing, and apparently you came up. Tonight is at 7 o'clock on Tuesdays. We have the quack and the whack job. So, anyway, so the quack and the whack. It's about wacky laws, though, ladies and gentlemen. There are so many crazy laws that are on the book. Some of you kind of like go, okay, I guess that makes sense. But I have a couple. Can I share a couple? Yes, please. Okay. 
Just so you know, in case you're traveling across the nation, in Alabama, it is illegal to drive blindfolded. <laughs> so, I'm glad they have that law because it makes me nervous to drive in other states because it might be illegal somewhere else. Well, um, let, let me tell you why I'm laughing so hard on that. I'm not at all surprised that Alabama is the state that had to make a law that you can't drive while blindfolded. You don't know this, Gary Quackenbush quack, from Quack and the Whack, but I spent half my childhood in Alabama. My daddy grew up in Opelika, which is right next door to Auburn. And I I would say that most of the people that I grew up around um, weren't exactly the brightest of the of of the of uh, the bright the brightest bulb and the whatever whatever you call it not exactly the brightest people got to be told to not put on a blindfold. Oh my gosh, that is just so funny. <laughs> but this one's a little bit better. This makes a lot more sense in a last. <laughs> In Alaska, it is illegal to drive your car while while your dog is tethered to it. <laughs> it's if illegal you to drive your. It's illegal to drive your car if it's tethered to it. No, while your dog is tethered to the car. <laughs> I don't. Even... <laughs> you can't tie your dog to the car and drive down the road. Apparently, that's illegal in Alaska. Well, what does it say about Alaskan people? Is this the bush? But who would do that anyway? I mean, what kind of what kind of people are you in Alaska? You got to be told not to drive down the road with your dog. I mean, it's not like they're Mitt Romney. Was it, what did did Mitt, is, isn't this what Mitt Romney did when his family? No, no, they put the dog in a, in a crate on top of the roof. I don't know. That's crazy. Well, there you go, airborne. Well, there, there is the movie. You know, Chevy Chase vacation. They did that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, you know, the cop pulls him over. And there's just a leash hanging on the back of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway what else you got you got oh, more wacky serious. are you gonna you got more wacky or are you gonna oh, get serious no. on us i'm gonna get serious i the thing i ran into this week um a couple of times ak was when we're when i'm setting up people in estate plans it's them taking care of grandkids because a lot of people i mean they have four hundred thousand in their 401k their house now is you know it's an average house in san diego worth like a million and a half dollars and they're leaving a bunch of money to their kids and they're leaving money to their grandkids. And it, and I've just been running into this, like, well, I don't want to give it all to my kids. And if I give too much to my grandkids, and so I, we came up with a couple of plans the last couple of days, was you can put money into, you do an education fund. So you create, like, you create, like, grandchild education fund. It can be part of your estate plan, part of your living trust that you create, so that when you pass away, a certain amount of money, you know, 50, 100,000, whatever, goes into an education fund that gets monitored by your trustee, and they can dole it out for grandkids that are getting secondary education. And I, I, I see that more and more, and it makes me really happy because, you know, grandkids are awesome. And it's a way to kind of show them, like, here's your legacy. Here's your getting from grandpa. There's some money that we're leaving this account. But I want you to do right with it. I want you to get an education. So I, that we're doing. Um, well, that's a great idea. I love that because it's a way, I, first of all, I love grandparents um, thinking about, you know, that, you know, generation instead of just thinking automatically, I'm going to leave it to, you know, my son, daughter or whatever. So first yeah. of all, I love that. Second of all, I, I love the thought, the thoughtfulness that with what the cost of tuition is these days. And I know that the people are rethinking right now whether or not, you know, kids should ever go to college. And it's an individual thing. Not all kids should be put automatically on that track. 
track. Um, but right. I love the fact that there's so many people today, particularly like with inflation and, and the cost of living. And it's it's $2,500 a month or 3000 for a one bedroom in San Diego. So many people are thinking there's no way I'm going to be able to put my kid through, through college. So this, you uh-huh. know, it's, it's, a, it's a way for... It, it just solves so many problems. And I would, and I would tell you that, um, when I was, I worked in the children's ministry at the Rock Church, um, right. for about four or five years. And I was really blown away by the level of involvement with grandparents and their grand, cause I didn't have that when I was growing up. And I just loved mm-hmm. seeing, so, because I would, you know, the grandparents would drop the kids off and come and pick them up. Sometimes they were full, they were the actual full, caregivers but oftentimes they were just really involved grandparents and so i just love this story of of hearing about grandparents thinking about how they can they can leave you know a legacy for their grandchildren so i absolutely love that i think that's a big part with estate planning that we kind of miss we always think oh estate planning yeah that's for dead people but it's like it really you can leave a legacy because we leave a mark on people you know Mm -hmm. whether we teach them our you know, our, our God-fearing Christian values, we teach them to be good people, and then you give them a leg up. It's like you have a lot of money sometimes. And I mean, to a kid, mm-hmm. you know, $10,000 or 5000 I mean, that's a lot of money. So I just think people should not be afraid to be generous, you know, with grandkids, set mm-hmm. it up so it's not necessarily their parents can have it, you know, because sometimes you get families that get split up, and then you want to take care of your grandkids even more. So there are ways to do it, and it's, it's not hard. It's stuff that we build in all the time into estate plans. So if you can have that kind of control, do those legacies, um, you know, we're always happy to do it for our listeners. Uh, speaking of listeners, do you have time to take a, a quick call? We've got Jack from Oceanside who's got a question for you. Yeah, sure. Okay. Jack from Oceanside, lay down your, your question for Gary Quackenbush. Okay. This is a tough one because it's a relatively new crime. Um, how do you protect your house? especially if it's paid for, free and clear, from home title theft. So that's where, yeah, that, what, what people do to try to protect themselves from that is that there is actually a service that you can subscribe to. It's free. You go on, you go on the county recorder's website, and there's a way. It's, it's, um, it's like called county. I, I looked it up before, but if you go to the county records, and it's like the, the grant or grantee index on the assessor county recorder's office. It's all free. And just look up um, title protection. And what happens is they actually monitor and anything that gets recorded on your house, they immediately notify you. So because the problem is not necessarily that somebody records something against your house. The problem is not knowing it for years and years and mm-hmm. then you can't figure out how to get rid of it. So you can actually get a free service that the county assessor will monitor and they will notify you anytime anything is recorded against your home. So I think that's probably the biggest way to just periodically check your own title report and make sure that everything is clear. Yeah, so, that- yeah I'm familiar with that, but here's the problem. Um, if, there's, um, if, if there's papers that have filed on your parcel number and they're false and you're notified about it, uh, it's up to you to get a lawyer and take care of it. The county's not going to help you. Although the county's the problem because they file these papers without checking to see if they're legitimate or not. And then they make it public information. Now I feel uh, that's my own private information. I never gave them permission to use it. It'd be like if you published my bank account numbers. 
So um, no, it's it's not really. I mean, it's not. I you know. It's why not does the county make it, uh, public information? Uh, everything is, about is my house, the loans, the liens, so forth. It's. I mean, I I don't know how to answer your question with that. I mean, as far as like. The, the information they're providing are, addresses are public, but we can't unpublish our yeah. own address. Yeah. You know, and then when you borrow money and you want, if you, you don't have to borrow money and record it, have a, a trustee recorded against your house. You can volunteer not to. But the thing is, those that's the only way that, that like a lender can protect themselves is to put something on your title. And those, those, the lender documents don't have any, I mean, there's some really strict laws on the confidentiality. It doesn't have your social security number. It doesn't have any, you know, particular identification number stuff. It has your address, but you know, somebody has to be able to look you up. They can figure out your address. Well, when you anyway. buy title insurance, does it protect you? No, the title insurance is for it. If you buy title, I don't know if you know, title insurance is where you, the person that is buying a piece of property is buying insurance to make sure that the title is clear, that they're taking title free and clear. There's no clause on title. That's what title insurance is. That usually comes through escrow. Yeah. I think um, we're, yeah. Up, we're up against a clock, Jack. Uh, yeah, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. Gary, how about you give your number out and, and if Jack or others want to, to want to contact you for that or any, any other questions, how they can get a hold of you? Oh, it's easy. Um, 855-500-TRUST. 855-500-TRUST. You can give me a call. I'll walk you through it. Yeah. Gary, let me ask you this. I mean, do, does putting your house in a trust protect you? Is that one way that you can protect somebody going and trying to, trying to you know, steal your house through uh, um, stealing the title? It, you know, the thing is because title theft is they're actually creating a fake deed that doesn't really do anything. And they don't actually, I mean, they can't actually steal the house. It's just it gets on there and clouds it, and it's okay. you can always reverse them. You know, I've I've done it several times with you know different title issues. You can reverse them. It's just a pain in the neck, and it's it's just wrong. It's like when somebody steals your ID. It's not yeah. that's illegal. Title theft is illegal. You can reverse it. It's you, a pain, and that's okay. why we monitor. Right, all you can do is monitor. Okay, I didn't know if putting because I absolutely believe in in uh, putting homes your house in a trust. I don't know if you agree or not. Oh, that's absolutely. yeah. So hundred percent agree. Your house should be in a living trust. It should never be in your direct. You know, in your name only. It should be in your trust. If if it's a rental, it should be like in an LLC or a corporation. We mm-hmm. definitely need to take care of titles and not put everything in our name. You know, we should talk yeah. about that next time. What do you think? Just talk okay. about you know putting why it's so important to put your house in a trust and what you just said too that if you've got prop you know if you've got income property uh, that you're renting out if you're a landlord why that needs to be in an LLC because I know so many people that uh, that own a, a, a condo or whatever and they're renting it out and I know they don't have it in even if they have it in a trust I know they don't have it in an LLC and I. I don't even think I know the answer to that. So how about that for next week? Absolutely. As well as your, yeah, as well as you're continuing with your whack crack in the whack. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. And you're welcome. AK, have a great one. Awesome show. Thank you, darling. Appreciate you. All right. Now y'all stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show on the way. Don't go anywhere. Andrea K bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Oh, it's just uh, okay. We've talked about the tyranny involving uh, the Department of Justice and how they're raiding even even, you know, average moms homes 
trying to, you know, pulling over Mike Lindell to try to seize his, his devices. Oh, flashback, though, remind you that uh, Hillary Clinton and her people were able to uh, destroy all their devices. Also, remember, I don't think, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Skins, but has Nancy Pelosi's uh, phone been seized to see uh, about her communications with Ray Epps and the Capitol Police? Don't yeah. think so. And no, I think Hillary's don't think still so. complaining about the 2016 election. Yeah. Um, when Hunter Biden left his laptop in a, in a repair shop and the owner of the repair shop tried to hand it over to the FBI, they started making all kinds of threats to him about uh, what was what was involved with that laptop. And um, he actually sold his store to, to get away because he was concerned. He ended up giving uh, the, the the laptop, I believe, to Rudy Giuliani. And then the FBI can, proceeded to try to, with the help of Bill Barr, proceeded to try to cover up and hide the contents of that device, right? Uh, which included not just uh, crimes of drug crimes and gun crimes, but uh, also um, allegedly there's pictures and videos of him with seemingly underage girls. I haven't seen it, so I can't vouch for that. But that's what's reportedly on that laptop, as well as a treasure trove of information proving that Joe Biden, when he was vice president, vice president of the United States, was the big guy using the White House to get to uh, illegally get his kid 80-something thousand dollars a month from Burisma, that was just one deal alone, right? But no, they're going around seizing Mike Lindell's phone because this is a guy that's questioning the outcome of elections. So what else are they going to be doing in, in, in form of, uh, of tyranny against us? Well, how about trying to uh, deny us our constitutionally protected rights? We've got two issues right now going on um, to share with you guys in that regard. Um, so the, while we've got a crime wave across the country, including a woman who was decapitated by an illegal alien, more on that later. Um, we've got a woman who was killed and uh, shot dead in Pacific Beach here today. Um, we've, we've just got, you know, shootings and robberies and we've, because what we've got is we've got a Democrat party that in addition to not holding anybody accountable for the crime spree, from BLM and Antifa, but is not holding anybody on bail. We've got the state of Illinois now who's decided that nobody is going to be held on bail, including second degree murder charges. So we've got while we've got just a literal crime wave across the country in New Orleans, murder rates up almost 100 percent in the last two years. They've decided the real problem they've got to deal with is gun purchases in this country. So um, Visa Pressure was put to bear on all the credit card companies to start instead of what they were doing, flagging purchases, they were categorizing a gun purchase as general merchandise and pressure was put on them to separately categorize gun sales. And so Visa announced Saturday it plans to separately categorize gun sales, uh, joining MasterCard and American Express, who've already said that they would categorize purchases at firearm stores. Visa said it would apply something the International Organization for Standardization's new merchant code to gun shop sales. Um, so isn't that very New World Order-ish? Isn't that very Great Reset-ish, right? We're going to follow some global organization's standardized. Isn't that, isn't that very social credit score-ish, right? The new iOS code was announced on Friday. Um, previously, they labeled gun store sales as general merchandise. And here was their statement. 
Following ISO's decision to establish a new merchant category code, Visa will proceed with next steps while ensuring we protect all legal commerce on the Visa network in accordance with our longstanding rules. Uh, gun control ag- advocates who argue that a separate category will help track, um, they argue it will help track suspicious quantities of firearm sales that could potentially lead to a mass shooting. So their excuse, Skins, is that... Um, one of the mass shooters, I'm, it, it wasn't Uvalde. I can't remember which of the mass shootings it was. Um, he, the, he spent 26, oh, it was Pulse Nightclub. A week before the 2016 Pulse Nightclub shooting in Orlando, the gunman purchased more than $26,000 worth of guns and ammunition using credit cards. Um, I say that instead of flagging it, gun sales, this is so, this is so stupid because they're trying to use the excuse uh, they're trying to use the excuse of mass, you know, some large purchase. We, they got to flag gun sales. Every one of these mass shooters was known by local law enforcement or known by the FBI. The kid who shot at Parkland had been visited by the FBI in the state of Florida 26 times. The Uvalde shooter had been had been declared the kid most likely to shoot up the school. So this is about we know what this is about flagging these gun sales. This is about a first step to the registry. Of law abiding MAGA conservative Americans, which is really who believes in the Second Amendment in this country, and this is a step towards their Nazi-like gun registry. That's what this is about. Oh, and, and another excuse is that they say that everything else gets categorized in terms of special codes for retailers. Why do we need that? Why have they been doing that? Why have they been categorizing every purchase and paying attention to every purchase that we make to set the stage for us having a digital footprint and social credit scores. Now, in New York City, in the, in the state of New York, they also added another element to gun purchasing that they were going to go back through three years of, of social media activity in order to determine whether or not you're of right mind to get a gun. Think about that in terms of this woman who was visited by FBI because somebody snitched on her about a belief that she's got through social media. Going to quickly go to the phones. He's disaffected, and his name is Mike. Oh, oh, our buddy disaffected Mike. Just the perfect timing to hear from our dear friend. Hey, disaffected Mike, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, I, hey, Andrew, as you know, I am a Second Amendment absolutist, and any, any law uh, against or, or anything that would infringe on my Second Amendment rights to me is unconstitutional. Tracking my... Tracking my Second Amendment right uh, uh, purchases of, of firearms, regardless of, of their origin or where they come from, should be against the law. And when you couple this with what Biden said, I think yesterday or today or sometime this week, that he is now seeking the outright ban of, you know, quote unquote, assault rifles, this non this fictitious category for you know for uh, uh for rifles semi-automatic rifles um this the timing the timing is i it's, it's not i don't believe in coincidences this is exactly what they seek the new world order mm-hmm. um uh and, and i don't mean this in a conspiratorial way this is all about government global government and national and our national government uh, tracking for the purposes of ultimately confiscation, and the yes. reason for that is is that the reason for that is is that 
um, again, government hates competition. Um, they don't want independent citizens. They don't want, uh, they want one, uh, a one, a one ruling party yeah. in this regard, a radical Marxist leftist party um, that they will, that the Democrats will transmogrify into. They will no longer be Democrats. They really are Democrats now. They're just Democrats in name only. What they really are is, is they might as well just rebrand themselves or, re, or just call themselves the radical Marxist intersectional woke party because that's what they are. Well, we've got too and many we've got too many Republican establishment for. ones that are on board with it. You know, it was it was John Cornyn. It was this the new gun control laws that took place uh, after Uvalde would not have happened, but for Republicans, in spite of the fact that everybody knew day one, I did that Uvalde what that those children were picked off by a mass shooter because Uvalde police stood in the hallway and let children be shot like ducks in a barrel or ducks That's at a shooting right. rage. But yeah, w- but yeah, we had Republicans joining in. Never again. We and 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 as they're so insulting to our intelligence, disaffected Mike, that they use language like uh, if we can only save one life. Well, if they could, if they really wanted to save the life of any children in there, they would have armed security outside of every school and they would allow teachers who want to be armed to be armed. What this is about is disarming. This is about disarming the law abiding conservatives in this country who don't want our country to be turned into their communist blank hole, which is really what they're about. And while on the, on the same breath that, that Joe Biden is telling us and mocking Americans and saying, you can't defend yourself against a country with, without F-14s are trying to take our, away our ability to defend ourselves against a country. And Charlie Kirk said today something brilliant as well. He says it can't be an insurrection if guns don't uh, don't give you the, the ability to take over a government. Right. That's right. Anyway. And this is why and this is why I no longer believe in in in, in the right of my vote. Uh, one man, one vote, which is what I grew up with. Or, in, you know, or one person, one vote, if you want to politically correct, make it politically correct. But uh, the whole point was it's one man, one vote. But my vote now no longer counts. Why? Well, because it's become uh, uh, evident and apparent that they will lie, cheat, steal and kill uh, to gain power through the ballot box. But besides that. They don't want you as an independent thinker. They want you, or as a self, as a self-actualized citizen. They want you as a number, as a piece of cattle, as you said, social credit score, following the Chinese model that they use mm-hmm. for social credit. The explosion, the explosion of of cameras to monitor your daily activities, um, so they can so they can tie it to a credit score. Did you help a nice old lady cross the street? Well, you get plus 100 points, my son. Did you rob somebody at, the, at gunpoint? Well, we may ignore that depending on your color of your skin. Or, you know, if you're the right color of skin, that's minus 500 points for you. Mm-hmm. And so... You yeah, know, did you so did you say something? Did you say something on social media uh, that was in contradiction to the state to the state's position? Um, we are we are at so we are at we are already suffering under communistic policies in this country. We were and we had conservatives that were willing to to strap a diaper across their face, willing to be a healthy individual locked in their homes, willing to be to receive checks from the government to be paid not to work all because of a stupid virus. There I said it. That's right. But can, can I you're right. real quickly? We're up against right. a break. We're up against Real a break. Quick, I'll wrap it up. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. 
So what this really leads to is mass cancellation of people who don't think along government lines. When you don't have a credit, when you don't have a social credit score, if they even bother, if they'll even implement this, if it's too low, you can't get a loan. If it's too low, you won't be able to attend. Uh, you won't. You, you won't be able to associate with the right people. You won't be able to get a job. You won't be able to do anything like that because all those things will tie to your social credit score. You won't be able to. You won't be able to bank. You won't be able to, you won't be able to buy certain foods or certain products. You will be ostracized and mass canceled because now because now these companies like Mastercard, Visa, Discover. Uh, they will be able to look at your credit score or your social credit score and deny you the that's ability, right. uh, the ability to commerce. That's, and that's right. That's exactly going to happen because you don't think like they do. Well, and, and ultimately, what it's about, ultimately, what it's about, what it, the end point in all of this was predicted in the Bible. That's what ultimately yes. every bit of this and is about. To, it doesn't. The mark of the beast. The mark of the beast six 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 is going to be in the form of a digital footprint. And you're either going to you're either going and and you will be expected to denounce. The only thing we're missing at this point is you and and, but it's already here in many ways. You're going to be expected to denounce Jesus Christ and 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 uh, and um, in denouncing Jesus Christ, uh, professing your allegiance to the state. And that's going to be the number one. That's going to be the number one thing that's going to be at the top of your social credit score. Got to leave it there. Disaffected Mike. We appreciate you so much. All right. I will die at the end of my life to fight for Jesus, period. I, I will. I'm with you. I'm with you, my man. That's why we appreciate you. V, disaffected Mike might be. Is he our VIP? Is he our VIP listener? He might be. But it could be It could be a listener who sent me a recipe for, for a yummy taco. It could be that person as well. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. We've got some possibly really good breaking news coming out of New Hampshire involving a certain primary tonight. Don't go away. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. There's a race I haven't really been following that much um, in New Hampshire. There's a primary happening today, and there was a young gal, a MAGA gal, uh, Caroline. Oh, shoot, I just had her name up. Um, she's a young gal. She worked for... Uh, Kaylee McEnany um, in Trump's administration and um, young blonde gal. I think she was pretty much fresh out of uh, fresh out of uh, college when she got the job um, in Kaylee McEnany's uh, communications department uh, working for her as press secretary. And um, let me see. I want to get her name right. I don't know why she's not coming up here. I'll get it in a second. I think it's I think it's Caroline McAfee is I think her name is. Um, Twenty three. Hmm. Thanks to Google, it's still it's not coming up. That's interesting. Maybe if I go to DuckDuckGo, I'll be able to I'll be able to get it. So the the interesting thing about this story, and it looks like in this Republican primary that she's in the lead. Um, one of the things that as I've been following this story, one of the things that I heard her report on is that um, the the stab the uh, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy themselves 
were actually running ads against her. Um, she is MAGA through and through. She's, I, I, I think, in her mid-20s. I think what's astounding to me is how incredibly articulate she is. Um, beautiful. She's somebody that, uh, Caroline Levitt is her name, and she is at 34.4%. Um, 18% of the votes have been counted. Um, she she is by far should be, uh, she's received Trump's endorsement. And, you know, the, what they what the establishment wing has tried to do to her to try to derail her campaign is nothing short of sickening. Nothing short of sickening. In fact, she's so I, I actually saw other candidates um, running for for uh, the other ones in the primary there. There's Matt Mowers or Mowers. Uh, Gail Huff, the other Republicans that I've seen doing interviews just pale in comparison to her. There's absolutely no reason for why the establishment would be going against her to the degree that they are, except for the fact that they are in line with Tim Ryan, who at the top of the show said that this is a movement that we've got to kill, that we've got to kill off. And so we'll continue to continue to follow this race. We won't have it's now at almost 20 percent of the votes counted. We won't have the final tally probably tonight. Um, but there is a story that I've been wanting to share with you guys. Um, oh, I just got a text from a friend of mine, Carolyn Levitt, um, friend of mine saying, I love her. Thank you for that. And I love you too, who just texted me. Love you, doll. Um, there was, you guys remember a while back that Project Veritas leaked. We played, we played it here. There was a Democrat U.S. candidate in South Carolina who talked about secret sleepers. Her name was Crystal Matthews. She said, we need some secret sleepers. Like you, you need them to run as the other side, even though they're for our side. And we need them to win. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. You know, this is the only way you're going to change the dynamics in South Carolina. So first of all, what's interesting about that is that her understanding of this, this, this candidate's, Democrats candidates understanding of where you really get the power back by these local elections, right? Um, what's interesting to me, though, is as she's talking about Democrats running as secret sleepers, um, we actually have secret sleepers in the Republican Party. We don't need Democrats pretending that they're Republicans. You know, we already have them. Tell me Mitch McConnell isn't really a Democrat. Right. Tell me, Lindsey Graham, Lady Graham isn't a Democrat. Now, of course, what this South Carolinian was referring to was actual Democrats switching, pretending they were Republican as sleepers. But here's an example of Republicans acting as sleepers in Missouri. And this comes from the Gateway Pundit. In, in Missouri, Republicans hold a 24 to 10 advantage in the Missouri Senate. They hold a 114 to 48 advantage in the Missouri House of Representative, House of Representatives. Trump won the state by 15 points. That's solid. That's solid MAGA country, right? Yet the, yet the Missouri quote Republicans announced that they are going to start pushing ranked choice voting. What does ranked choice voting do? It's a complicated system, but, in, but, it, intentionally made complicated and the point of it is a way by ranking you um it's a way to try to ensure according to the democrats and the republicans who back it to make sure that only quote moderate candidates actually are able to win 
We all know what a moderate is, right? That's a non-MAGA candidate. That's a rhino. This is happening in Missouri. In Alaska, the Republicans allowed the ranked choice voting to pass. In August, Democrats won their first House race in 50 years, despite 60% of the votes being Republican voters. That's what ranked choice voting gets you, and that's what these Republicans in Missouri are pushing for. In Wisconsin, Republican Speaker Robin Voss pushed for ballot drop boxes in the state. Within 48 hours of the release of of his election investigation, he threw, Robin being a man, he threw the investigator under the bus by disregarding his call to decertify the election results and eliminate the WEC, which is the Wisconsin Election Commission. The Wisconsin uh, Senate Majority Leader, a Republican, is even worse and completely ignores the will of conservative voters. We have the Wisconsin Election Commission, by the way, was the one who was found by by a judge as having broken the law that these ballot drop off boxes were not legal because they were something that the state legislatures needed to pass as part of their election plan. Yet we've got a Republican that pushed for it. Of course, we know in Wyoming. We know the story there with Liz Cheney. Um, In Ohio, the Republican majority of lawmakers kicked redistricting over to a court to decide. In Arizona, the attorney general has been sitting on election audit results for months, despite the fact that several election workers were caught on video illegally deleting information from voting machines. The Maricopa County Board of Directors all ran as Republicans and they all rule as Democrats in Georgia. A report at the Georgia Record revealed that Georgia's corrupt Secretary of State Raffensperger, his sidekick CFO Gabe Sterling, and his Deputy Secretary of State Jordan Fuchs were all connected to a firm that groomed Democrats for Republicans' jobs. We don't need Democrats switching sides to be Republicans. We've got Republicans doing the job for them all across this country. So I'm hoping that this Caroline Levitt is like other Trump-backed MAGA candidates and wins these primaries, and then we got to do our job to get them over the hump when the actual elections take place. We're going to take a break right now. More Andrea K. Show when we get back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before we go to the phones, quickly, I want to, I want to read this uh, from a friend of mine, Scott McKay. Uh, from American Spectator. They're stealing the cell phone so they can download the contacts and build a database of all conservative activists. Get the phone and you can even get all the signal and telegram messages and contacts. That's for when they're expecting to start the purge and fill the camps. Sure, dismiss this as a conspiracy theory. Go right ahead. But when you do, feel free to provide another explanation for why the MyPillow guy had his phone stolen today. Gonna go to the phones. Troy is on the line. Where have you been, Troy? We've missed you. Well, it's a long story. I'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, we only got a couple minutes for the just, end of the show, dear. Okay, I'll make it fast. You've heard me. You've heard me beat this drum before. Uh, I think America's gone. There's no way it's you're going to be able to get it back. The only thing we can hope for is a civil war, if that's what it comes to, to get a a group, a few states who believe in God, and that's the only remnant that's going to be saved. Otherwise, just like you were talking about with uh, the guy that just called, we'll all be sent to camps. And I would much rather fight for a chance to worship God than have to be sent to a camp because I worship God. 
And uh, you've been on this show just talking about all the different Republican states that have got corruption corruption in them. Mm -hmm. So that tells you how little there actually is left, as far as I am, of true Christian followers. Well, I mean, we, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I've got great friends that work in the Republican Party here in San Diego County. They're doing everything that they can to try to save this county and restore it. And there's pockets of that going on across this country. Um, but the leadership is so bad at across this country. It, it's it, that uh, in, in the Republican Party that, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm losing hope that we can that we can do it in traditional means. I'm almost thinking my friend Larry uh Clayman from the Freedom uh, from uh, Judicial Freedom Watch, he was the founder of Judicial Watch. Believes that we should follow the constitutional mechanism that says when your government's failed, you start a new government. He actually third Continental Congress, yes. and you know I'm beginning yes, I, I, I'm beginning to think that we've got to think along those lines because at this point we are thirty trillion dollars in debt. They have us just you know. Um, on track to have food shortages and an energy crisis like we are not prepared for. They have us on track to have the dollar completely destroyed. They have us that right now they're chemically castrating our children. Um, I mean, you know, they, they have, they have us on track to have, you know, more and more and more. Uh, Trump supporters or anybody considered a de- their definition of domestic violence extremist is anybody who basically believes in traditional America and individual liberty and our Constitution. And they they mean it seriously. And either we do something like Larry Clayman said, which sounds crazy, but you know what? Ain't nothing else worked. What's the definition of insanity? Well, Doing go. the same thing over and over again. It right and, and get, get it, yeah. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result. We got to be thinking outside the box. Right yeah, now, the only know, state, the only state I think that's worth living in is Florida. And it's now because so many people move there, the most expensive state in the union. And I don't know how many from California are going to go there and turn a Democrat. Oh, yeah, that's scary. That's very scary. You know, but you just explained everything right there, the whole moral decay of what you're talking about. And that's not just Democrats. OK, no. that's Republicans, too. If you look back. At the point at which we were having going to have this red tsunami, mm-hmm. there was a thing. Do you remember when that was? Yeah, well, Skins and I never b- believed in the red tsunami. We never believed in the red tsunami because we don't have, because we've got a history, even if we get a bunch of people in there and the majority with ours after the name, they still let the Democrats control everything. Well, it's not a. Still missing go ahead. The point on that. Okay. 30 when it seconds. changed, because there was there was a huge uh, revolt starting to happen against the Democratic Party. What happened when everything changed is when Roe v. Wade came in. And you saw how much of the country believes in murdering in the womb. Well, we got to leave it there, Troy. you got to call in more often, man, because we miss you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.